Welcome to Lincoln University Bragging on Jesus week number five. Today we're going to be writing a statement of purpose. And what is a statement of purpose? Well, many organizations have one, and some call it a mission statement. But basically, it's, um, it's a vision or a goal. Businesses uh, mostly agree that it benefits their employees and their customer base, and it brings a, a sense of unity and vision and purpose to their institution. Okay. Now, to start off with, I want to ask you, I want to throw out some statement of purposes of different organizations, see if you can guess who they are. Okay. So, number one, blank is committed to bringing the best personal computing experience to students, educators, creative professionals, and consumers around the world through its innovative hardware, software, and internet offerings. Okay, can you guess? Pretty easy, that's Apple, right? Here's another. To ensure people and businesses throughout the world to realize their full potential. That might be a little more difficult. That is Microsoft. And here's, here's one. To give people the power to share and make the world more open and connected. That's Facebook. To build the web's most convenient, secure, cost-effective payment solution. Pretty easy. That's PayPal. To organize the world's information and make it universally acceptable or accessible and, and useful. Of course, that is Google. I bet you got that one. And I bet Donald Trump would get this next one. To give everyone the power to create and share ideas and information instantly without barriers. And of course, that's Twitter. Here's another couple more. We'll stop. Um, to glorify God by being a faithful steward of all that is entrusted to us. To have a positive influence on all who come in contact with this organization, which is... Chick-fil-A, and finally, to be Earth's most customer-centric company where customers can find and discover anything they might want to buy online and endeavors to offer its customers the lowest possible prices. Wow. wonder who that could be. Amazon. Okay, you may have noticed that most of these mission statements are clear and defined to the point and with no room for misinterpretation. Um, with that in mind, as we read some text out of the Bible today, uh, consider what might be a good statement of purpose for a believer. That is, someone whose goals have been changed so dramatically, your statement of purpose should likely change somewhat uh, as you see more of Christ, and uh, you might have a short version and a long version. A lot of organizations have both. All right. Uh, so one that is more focused and one's more detailed and explanatory. The Apostle Paul addresses the churches he ministers to. Uh, so often he seems to speak in statement of purposes, not only for himself, but for what he hopes for them. And I think we'll see two themes uh, running throughout these SOPs. Uh, over and over throughout Paul's writings. Let's go ahead and begin. Acts 20, 24. This is Paul speaking, um, as Luke writes about him. 
Here's what it says. But I do not account my life of any value, nor as precious to myself. If only I may finish my course in the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. So, so now, for Paul, his own selfish purposes, what value did he place on his, his own life? Right. Uh, he didn't place any value. It was not precious to him. You know, um, a lot of things... Uh, let's consider this. How valuable is the cow? Now, toothpaste, shampoo, shaving cream, fishing line, chewing gum, and crayons all come from a cow. And so, I mean, you can make those... Parts of the cow are used to make those things. It's pretty wild, isn't it? And, and manure also comes from the cow. And so you might think, well, manure is the one thing that is not valuable. It shouldn't be classed as precious. But actually, even dung has value in many different categories. But for one, monetarily, if you know a farmer that can collect, uh, where you can collect some dried cow patties, hey, you can sell them on eBay for about a dollar a pound, maybe a little more. So, Paul, for his own purposes, he didn't even consider that his life was worth as much as dung, you might say, right? His life was worth nothing to himself. And uh, it was not precious. That reminds me, of course, of uh, uh, the Lord of Rings. Remember the, the ring that uh, whoever held it called it precious because it seemed to, to promise them glory. For themselves it was precious to them and I think that's the way our life is before we come to Christ uh, we are our own treasure and glory is what we seek but now our, our treasure is Christ and we glory in him and he is precious to us now so of course so many treasures change when you become a believer and uh, things like uh, um, maybe pornography, right? That used to be a treasure or gossip or shopping or, or many other things um, are no longer our treasure. Now, of course, positionally, uh, Jesus, we're 100% we're righteous in his eyes. He's, he is our treasure. But practically, we're a work in progress. And he is, um, he is showing us his glory. And replacing those things in our life that try to, to take first place in our life for all our life here on earth. We have to continually submit and die to ourselves every single day and, and put Him and realize that He is the treasure of our life. So, you know, and even, <laughs> you know, the Blues Brothers thought they were on a mission from God, but. They weren't. I mean, they were misguided. But but here, clearly, Paul says that um, this ministry he has received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of, of God. So he was on a mission from God. So if you had time, just pause this and, and write down your own. Just one line, maybe. One or two line, mini statement of purpose that you derive 
from Insights from Acts 2024. All right. Mine went something like this. My goal is to no longer seek self-exaltation, but rather to see Jesus more valuable and beautiful today than I did yesterday. And to, to, to say to others, hey friend, look, isn't Jesus awesome? Now, I want to proclaim Jesus to other people. So those two things we see over and over in Paul's writings, um, that Jesus is now our treasure, not ourself, and to share the good news of Jesus and his and exalt him, proclaim him as, as beautiful to other people. Those two things. Let's go to the next text. On uh, this one is Ephesians three eight, and Paul is is writing to the Ephesians, one line, and here's what he says: To me, though I am the very least of all the saints, this grace was given to preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. So he calls himself least, least of the saints. Now, how does that like correspond to the verse in Acts that we read? Right? He didn't count his life of any value. And here he's saying he's the least of the saints. So that's the way he sees himself. That has that is in common with the first uh, statement of purpose Paul gives. And then again, something else is um, is in common with that first verse is he wants to to share the unsearchable riches of Christ. And that implies that Christ is, ri is riches to him. And it's, it's not just knowing Christ, but it's to learn more of the riches that are found in Christ. Uh, so to him, Christ is precious. And he wants to share the unsearchable riches with Christ of Christ with the Gentiles. Of course, he did it with the Jews as well. But he, was, he had a special calling to the Gentiles, I think. So, uh, you know, uh, once again, uh, you know, the statement of purpose follows this, the same track. And, and so, so far we've seen our statement of purpose as simple, right? Seeing more God's glory in Jesus and sharing him with others. And it should be simple. But why might it, it need to be, even though it's straightforward and uncomplicated, why might it, our statement of purpose need to depth in it, fullness, even details. Um, well, one example is just knowing your spouse, right? That's just not, it's not just enough to be, to know your spouse, to be introduced to her and to be married to her. And then to say, hey, yeah, I know my wife, right? Or I know my husband. But uh, knowing them means spending the rest of your life with them. And, uh, and letting your relationship like grow, right, in depth, and and your mutual love to to expound and expand, and and the more you know it, your wife, the more beautiful she'll become, the closer she'll be drawn to you, and vice versa. And unfortunately, I think a lot of people think salvation is their end goal with God. You see, it's all about them, and that's their statement of purpose in life. They are uh, introduced. To Jesus, right? Uh, and they're satisfied with escaping hell. And so from then on, they, they turn their attention to other things 
as as their treasure and uh, their goal and their purpose and why why is this such a, a foolish idea do you think well uh, it's foolish to deceive our own selves um, you know to, to say this Jesus is our delight and our joy and our treasure when really we're treasuring um, our own so you know Jesus said if you'll if you save your life you'll lose it but if you lose your life for my sake you'll find it that may be a paraphrase but um, all right uh, well you know so getting to know Jesus better and better and seeing more of his glory should be a part of our statement of purpose right that's part of the purpose it's not just meeting Christ not only that it should be a part of, I think of, of what we share with others um, in other words, we don't say, pray this prayer and know Jesus, or repeat after me. We don't shoot for a quick, quick fix, an emotional fix, but we make disciples for life. We shoot for the heart. And so we're going to move now on to a more detailed mission statement that Paul's wishing for the Ephesian believers. And uh, Ephesians 1.17, uh, so much of Ephesians... Uh, is a mission statement, and uh, this is this is great. We'll begin there, and here's what he says. Um, actually, yeah, let me read it as as written: that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of Him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to. Uh, to which he has called you. What are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saint, saints? And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his great might, that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places? So now I know it's kind of a, a longer passage, but it's detailed, right? I'm going to reread it and I'm going to kind of paraphrase it mostly just changing it to the first person, right? Making it my own. And, and, you know, listen to it as though it's you're speaking this for yourself as your a statement of purpose in a more detailed version. Um, my, my goal, my purpose, uh, my desire is that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give me the spirit of wisdom, and of revelation in the knowledge of Him, having the eyes of, of my heart enlightened, that I may know what is the hope to which He's called me, and, and what are the riches of His glorious inheritance in the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of His power toward me, a believer, according to the working of His great might that He worked in Christ when He raised Him from the dead and seated Him at His right hand in the heavenly places. So, you know, uh, you know, if we, if we put it in the first person, that's what it is. It's a more detailed explanation of seeing more of the glory of God uh, in detail. Yeah, getting to know him better uh, the way we, we would a spouse over years. And, and to thri uh, strive after that, to want it, to love it, to, to long to draw near to Christ and his word. To love to be around believers and to be... In, his, uh, in the fellowship of believers, hearing his word, you know. Uh, and notice, you see, the goal was not just to meet Jesus and say, yeah, I know him, but the goal was to grow in knowing him, 
to love him and see him as beautiful as he truly is. Now, uh, Ephesians 3, uh, Paul is continuing. This is another good text for this about our new goal. He really wants them to get it and to press toward it. Ephesians 3, 17, that you being rooted and grounded in love may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ which is surpass, that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with the fullness, all the fullness of God. Right? I mean, you could, you could speak that again in the first person if you want. But, wow, these are already Christians, but Paul wants to go deeper with them. They're not done finding treasure. So, you know, our statement of purpose should lead us in the direction of comprehending what is the breadth and the length and the height and the depth of the fullness of God. You know, just like Paul did last week, uh, he speaks again in, in extremes here. I mean, it's almost as though he's saying there's at least not three dimensions. I always thought there was three dimensions, but he says there's at least four, you know, in Christ at least. <laughs> it just makes me think, wow, with Christ... Uh, there's there's so much more that we don't get in the physical, right? And it's in each aspect of the spiritual, you know, is just is it's just amazing in Christ. So now let's go to the next verse uh, in our text. Uh, Colossians, Paul writes them concerning the same thing and the same sentiment for the church at Laodicea. All right, here's what he says: Colossians two two. That their heart, this is what he hoped for them, that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love, to reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. So Paul wanted them to reach the full, the full assurance and of understanding. Of the mystery of God and uh, and to see the treasures that are hidden in him so I mean have you reached that point where um, you you have all you, you found all the hidden treasures of Christ no I haven't <laughs> so again that's where the riches are hidden in Christ and Jesus and and you just don't meet him and forget him and turn your your attention to other things but um, as a believer we want to see more of the hidden treasures of his glory. Now, we're uh, getting closer to the end here. And later in Colossians, Paul talks about the sharing part of the statement of purpose. Remember, it's about seeing more of the glory of God, and it's about sharing uh, you know, the glory of God with others. So not just meeting Christ, but seeing more of him in detail, and then sharing him with others, and not just sharing uh, introducing people to Christ, but discipling them, and so let's let's go. And Paul's uh, speaking for about himself mainly, but also for them. Colossians four two, and let's see what he says here. In closing, um, here's what he said: Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. At the same time, pray also for us that. God may open to us a door for the word to declare the mystery of Christ on account of which I am in prison that I may make it clear 
which is how I ought to speak. So, um, I think Paul, I mean, how did he face uh, some of the same obstacles we face as believers? Well, we want the same things, right? We pray for, oh Lord, please give me opportunities today to share your gospel with others, to brag on you, to proclaim you, to 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 point others to you, to tell others how awesome you are. Give me opportunities today, Lord. So that's what we usually pray, I think, and uh, as believers, and that's what Paul is saying. He says, you know, um, pray that uh, that that God may open to us a door for the word to to declare the mystery of Christ. And in his day, that's the way he he said that same thing, I think. And he was actually in prison for doing that as he wrote. And, and then verse 4, he says, That I may, may make it clear, which is how I ought to speak. And, and don't we want that too? When, uh, Lord, please give me an opportunity to share your word. And Lord, uh, help me that I may make it clear. Give me the words. Uh, help me to make it clear, which is how I ought to do, how I ought to speak. And so God wants that for us. That should be a part, I think, of our statement of purpose in life. As we, as we see more of his glory and as we share his glory with others, we pray for opportunities and the ability to make the gospel clear. And then uh, Paul continues, uh, Walk in wisdom toward outsiders, making the best use of the time. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer how you ought to answer each person. So we're going to close. I do have a long statement of purpose, a detailed one, but I'm just going to share with you my my short one, my summary one, the one that I can I can put on the front of my phone or or take with me and memorize and even uh, change up on a daily basis as I pray. And uh, this is my short summary statement of purpose, and I hope it will help you in some way. And that is to see Jesus as precious and beautiful as he is, more from day to day, that I might worship him for who he is. And then as I go to prompt others to admire his beauty and, and to be clear as I do so and, and, and to, to say, hey, look, isn't Jesus awesome? Let's pray. Father God, thank you for your word, Lord. And um, just... Uh, Thank you for this this lesson, Lord, and uh, how I thank Lord. I thank Lord that it's good that uh, uh, that we consider a statement of purpose, at least that we might be able to ponder on something that that reminds us our goal in life, and the world don't take sway over our hearts and our minds. Uh, that we might, we're not brainwashed by the world, but Lord, we're reminded that we're we're nothing, Lord, in ourselves. And, um, and you're our greatest treasure, Lord, not the world and uh, not ourselves, not our own glory, but your glory, Lord. That's where we find our joy. And, uh, and uh, we need to, to remind ourselves and ponder that, um, that, um, that we want to go deeper in our relationship with you, Lord, that we want, we should long and, you know, as, as the, as the deer pants for the water, so our, our soul pants for you to stay close to your word and other believers and to, to listen to your word being preached. Uh, we should want that, Lord. And uh, and then, Lord, uh, please remind us, uh, 
within our hearts that we need to, that we 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 should want to share. Uh, Paul ca- called it uh, a calling, I think, of grace that uh, that he would share the gospel to the Gentiles, Lord, and we we call it grace, Lord, to thank you for for reminding us and and for uh, allowing us to uh, be honored to share the glory of your grace with others, Lord, and help us to do so clearly, Lord, in love, and to not only introduce people to you, but Lord, to disciple them, uh, that they may disciple others, and uh, and that that may continue on, Lord, until you return. We love you, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen.